I had the chance this week to learn Parashas Pachukosai. We all know the central feature of Parashas Pachukosai is the Brachas and the Kladis. And we all know that the Kladis aren't presented as a random list of punishments that the Jewish people are going to suffer, but rather they're broken up into stages. And after each stage, the Torah says again, as a warning to the Jewish people, and if you don't listen to me, and you still don't get the lesson, so Hashem will visit us with the next round of punishments. Rashi, at the beginning already, tells us that there's a progression of steps of what Klai Yisrael do wrong, and entitle them, so to speak, to the Klonis. And the Klonis also come in various stages, and we could say even in levels of increasing severity. And therefore, I looked in the various levels of the Clodus to try and understand the pattern of what these stages are and how each one develops into a more severe level of punishment. Let's learn the Psukim together. And even before we see what the clothes at each level are, it's interesting to note how the Torah introduces, so to speak, each increasing degree of clothes that the Jewish people, Chas will suffer when we don't follow the Torah. So the first round, right at the beginning of the clothes, Hashem says, if you're not going to listen to me and you won't do all the mitzvahs. So the Pasuk says, Af ani So too I will do the following to you. And it brings a list of seven clothes. And then the Pasuk says again, And if you're still not going to listen to me, so it says, I'm going to do more liyasra to afflict you. And the third round, if you still are going to listen to me, and you've been in the of Torah for the first time, imtelchu imi keri, you go with me, so to speak, as if what's happening is by chance, you don't listen to me. So the third time around, the Torah says, viasafti alechem mako. I'm going to increase and give you a punishment, a mako. And the fourth round, if you still don't listen, so this time Hashem says, I will also act to you with carry. And in the fourth round, if you still don't listen to me, and I will go against you with the anger of being carry. So we see five separate stages of how the punishment intensifies. The first one, Hashem says what He's going to do to us. The second one, where Hashem says that He's going to liyasra Eschem, I'm going to afflict you. The third one, where Hashem said He's going to give us a mako. The fourth one, where Hashem said He's going to go with, against us, Bekeri. And the fifth stage is where Hashem says He's going to punish us, Bechamaskeri. So if each level of punishment is introduced with a different expression. So we need to understand one by one what the understanding of each of these levels are.
So let's look to see what the punishments included in each level. And we'll be able to see a pattern of how our Kodesh Baruch Hu is treating Klai Yisrael when we don't obey him. The first level, the first round of punishments that the Torah says will be visited on the Jewish people, is basically sicknesses. Various physical ailments. Where Hashem will do to us if we don't listen to the Torah. We saw previously the different steps in Klai Yisrael's fall, so to speak, which warrants us going the Kladis. And Rashi says the first thing in the seventh stage progression is it begins by Klai Yisrael not learning. No lamat. After, as a result of maybe, of Klai Yisrael not learning, it becomes Le Asa. Klai Yisrael don't fulfill the mitzvahs. And that becomes a stage of Klai Yisrael Moes Ba'cheri Moesim and Sodim Esachachomim They despise other people who do keep the mitzvahs, they hate the Chachomim who instruct regarding the mitzvahs. And that further degenerates to a step of that they may they try and prevent other people doing the mitzvahs and eventually gets to the lowest levels. The person's kaifa be mitzvahs or chas v'shon kaifa v'ashem. Kaifa be'ika. So, the first step of this downward spiral is lo'i lamad. Klayashul aren't learning. Not learning as Klayashul are meant to be learning. Not learning with the full dedication and the full application of one's abilities to Torah. And that's already reason to warrant the first level of punishment. Now, the first level of punishment is sickness. People get sick. It happens all the time. But, in an ideal world, people shouldn't get sick. And if a person is doing what Kaddish Baruch wants from him, so Hashem should prevent him from getting sick. Like the post success. If you're going to follow the ways of Hashem, all the illnesses which Mitzrayim suffered, you're not going to suffer. Because Hashem is the one who heals you, who keeps you healthy. And yes, when clients are doing exactly what Hashem expects from them, then Hashem will give them the ideal circumstances as well. And even things which could be attributed to normal, so to speak, events, which happen to people, Hashem will protect us from. And therefore, when Klai Yisrael gets sick, we meant to understand that we're not doing exactly what Hashem expects from us. Like the Gemara says, if a person finds himself unwell, he should go to the Chachum because that way he'll be taught what is falling short in, so to speak, and why he suffered sickness. So on the one hand, sickness clearly comes from Hashem, but it's something which happens in the world unless a person has a specific protection, a specific bracha that they spared from that. And therefore, the first level of punishment, Hashem says that if you're not going to be focused completely and committed totally to learning Torah, 
So Hashem will do to us is we'll be subject to sicknesses. We'll be subject to events which could happen to people. Which always are happening to people. But if we don't learn from that. And our downward trend continues. And we fall to the second level. And we stop keeping mitzvahs. So then Hashem is going to give us the second level of punishment. And the second level of punishment, I'm going to afflict you. And what's the affliction? So if we look at the examples in the Torah second list, there won't be rain, the ground will dry up, the fruit will die, the trees will stop producing. Basically, the way that the system is meant to work, agriculturally, which provides Klai Yisrael with their Parnassah, is going to be prevented. This is also clearly from Hashem. No one besides Him runs the weather, controls the rain, makes the produce successful or unsuccessful. And this is the punishment for not keeping the mitzvahs. This is so to speak as if we're not doing our part of the deal to keep the mitzvahs, then Hashem is going to respond by not running the system in the world the way He always is meant to do. And this isn't something new because we say this every day in the Shema. If we're going to stop keeping the mitzvahs, the result is Hashem will get angry, He'll prevent the rainfall, He'll prevent the ground producing, and that's the second level of punishment. Here it's already something which affects everybody. If there's going to be if there's going to be a drought, there's going to be a famine. So that's called liyasrashim. That's an affliction. But if Klai Yisrael still don't learn, and we're going to continue doing the wrong things we did, and not only that, it gets to the stage where we no longer are looking for constructive criticism. We're not looking to improve. So we hate the Chachamim. We try to give us rebuke. We moyes, the people who are doing better than us. And instead of learning from the, their example, we tend to either belittle them or at best ignore them. So then we're not going to, on our own, fix what we've done wrong. And if that's the case, it comes to the third level of punishment. Which is already a mako. We are mako. This is already a paka. And like we saw about the makas of Mitzrayim, a maka is something which is clearly from Hashem. And it's something which is supernatural. Just like the blood and the frogs and the lice and the Arab and so on in Egypt were all supernatural. These weren't regular occurrences, they were makas. They were coming to punish. Same thing, the third level is a punishment which is supernatural. It's coming as a punishment and it's meant to be understood. This is not something which happens normally. It's a change in the system where Hashem runs the world and we're meant to take the lesson. And Hashem is making this change to appeal to us, to see the message and to change ourselves. And therefore, for example, in this list where Rashi explained these punishments, there will be packs of wild animals who attack people. Not only that, the domestic animals will turn against their owners and start attacking them. 
there'll be the result of this will be that people will be too scared to go out of their homes. The roads will be desolate. And none of these are normal things. Domestic animals normally aren't violent. Even wild animals don't normally gather in packs to attack human beings. And therefore, again, it's something which is clearly from Hashem. But it's something which is different to the normal course of the running of the world. Something of the tragedy of, of the scale which we see that this is Ke'ilo, a divinely orchestrated punishment. That's the third level. And then we come to the fourth level. In the fourth level, the Pasuk says for the first time, Hashem will be Holech Yimano Bekeri. What does Bekeri mean? So let's explain. Until now, whether it's sickness, whether it's drought, either when it's natural disasters, they're all things which can only be attributed to Hashem. There's no other explanation of how these things happen. And therefore, if a person is awake and sees them being punished, he can see, because there's no other address, so to speak, to blame the punishment on besides Hashem. But if we don't learn the lesson, then there becomes a different mahalach which runs the world. And that is, Hashem can act in a way where a person may not be able to see so clearly that the punishment is coming from Hashem. There may be other factors which a person would be able to blame the punishment on. And in that case, it becomes more difficult so to speak, to attribute the punishments to Hashem. That's called being Holech Bekeri. That Hashem gives the opportunity for people to mistake the punishment which He's sending them as having a different cause or being responsible to a different factor. And in that way, it's more difficult for a person to realize and to recognize that the punishment's from Hashem and therefore it becomes more difficult to do each other. Now this is the level of punishment. Let's give an example. When Moshe and Aaron come to Parah in Mitzrayim, and the first Makkah they warn him, and they say, let the Jewish people go, otherwise the river is going to turn to blood. So when Parah refuses and the river turns to blood, did he have any doubt in his mind that this was the punishment which he got for not releasing the Jewish people? And the answer is none whatsoever. It was clearly spelled out to him that that's what's going to happen if he doesn't release the Jewish people. Same thing when it comes to the frogs. There was a warning. The punishment was made very clear. And when Parah didn't comply and he got the punishment, he couldn't have had too much suffolk why this punishment came. But then it gets to the third Makkah. And the third Makkah, Moses instructed to tell Aaron to raise his stuff and hit the dust of Egypt and it turned into lice. Pharaoh wasn't forewarned. Pharaoh wasn't threatened. The Makkah happened without that. And if that's the case, there would be more room for Pharaoh to think, maybe this has nothing to do with the Jewish people. Maybe this happened by chance. Maybe this happened as a natural disaster. Because there wasn't the warning beforehand. And why wasn't Pharaoh warned? Because if he had already t- refused to listen twice, 
So, so that's the case, you can get punished the third time without being forewarned. That's called being holech bekeri. If a person gets shown the punishment and they refuse to take the message, so then the punishment will intensify in a way where it will be in a way harder for him to get the message. It won't be as clear to him as the other chef. For Pari, it happened after two warnings. When it comes to punishing the Jewish people, Hashem gives us an extra chance. The first three times where they punishments, it's clear those punishments are coming from Hashem. But if after three times we don't yet learn the lesson, so then the fourth time that comes Bekeri. It comes in a way where people could attribute the punishment to sources other than Hashem. Like the Bosak says, I'll For three things Kaishal did wrong, Hashem's prepared, so to speak, to work with them to the Chivavan. But on the fourth time they're going to get the punishment. Now, the fourth level we spoke about before is when it gets to a person who is kofir b'mitzvah. When it gets to a person who denies the validity of the mitzvah. And the following stage, the fifth level, a person is kofir b'ekah. So Hashem responds in kind. When a person refuses to see the amis, when a person is a kofir, when HaKadosh Baruch responds by acting in the way which makes it harder for the person to see him. And then again, this is a pasuk in the Torah. The Pasuk which tells us about the Jews, the Alayna before Mashiach, who will say, that Hashem is not with me. And Hashem's response, He'll hide Himself even more. And the punishment will come, but in a way which is more hidden. And therefore it will be harder for people to see that the punishment is coming from Hashem. This is the result of their own intransigence. This is the result of their own refusal to see Hashem. Now part of the punishment is it's harder to see Hashem and see that that's where the punishment is emanating from. So that's what the Torah tells us, I'll punish you in a way where you would be able to be forgiven for assuming that this isn't coming from Hashem. And what's in the fourth level of punishments? You'll be attacked by the enemy. Like, like the Apostle says, I'll bring a sword against you. You'll be besieged in your cities. And you'll be given into the hands of the enemy. And now, there'll be hunger as well. But this isn't because of famine which could be easily attributed to Hashem, it's because of the siege. And therefore, there won't be enough firewood, everyone will have to share bread. And these things could be attributed on the enemy. It's because we were attacked and we lost, that's why we've been besieged, that's why we've been killed by the sword, that's why we're suffering privation. And it's harder for a person to see that the enemies are also being orchestrated by Hashem. There will be more reason for a person to, be, to, so to speak, miss the sign. And that's part of the punishment of Hashem is Holech Bekeri. And if we still don't get the lesson, 
Then it gets to the final step. Chaimo is the middle of Hashem's anger. And like the Gemara says, that when that middle is aroused, it causes destruction. The fifth level of punishment is no longer punishment as a warning to us. The fifth level is punishment as destruction. And this mirrors the last level of Avera we spoke about, and that is in a person's kafir be'ikah. Because if a person denies Hashem, and they refuse to see Hashem, so then warnings are no longer going to be effective. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds with destruction. And what's the fifth example of the fifth level of punishment? Which the Torah spells out to us. We'll get to the stage where you'll eat your children. I'll destroy your high places. I'll lay your cities desolate. I'll destroy the base of Mikdash. And I will destroy the land. Destruction. That's the final step of the process. So, if we look to see again, what are the what's the terror telling us? It's not random punishments which are being threatened. There's a direct progression of how Hashem punishes. The first step is punishments which could be considered part of the normal course of life. Of course, if we're doing everything right, Hashem will protect us from any misfortune and any sickness. But then if we're not, so things start to go wrong. And if we don't improve from that, then it's going to get to the stage of Yisuri. We're going to suffer from that. There's going to be famine. There's going to be hunger. And if we still don't get the message, then Hashem is going to cause natural consequences which are abnormal. A macro. And if we still don't get the message, then our God Baruch is going to send the enemy. Which looks to us, and could look to us, as something unrelated to Hashem, it's like here some nation or Cossacks or Crusaders, whoever they may be, Nazis, Arabs, who attack the Jewish people. But really, it's an agent of Hashem. And if we still get the message, to the final stages of destruction. That's the pattern of the Kladis. It's a pattern which has played itself out again and again. Let's look to the time before the Khurban, or the first place of Megdash. So if we go back a few stages, to the time of the Novi Yeshaya, and he laments the beginning stage of the Khurban, and he says, from the soul of the foot until one's head, there's nobody who's healthy. Petsa, the Chabura, people of injuries and wounds. Umako Tria, open cuts, open injuries. So we're talking about the sickness. And if we looked at the next stage, so Yermiao talks about the fact that there's no grapes on the grapevine and no olives in the olive tree. The second step, as they're going to call the drought, the fact that the ground stops giving its fruit. And in that same Nebu in Yirmiyahu, he talks about the third step of the animals which are marauding and people are 
confined to their homes. And then comes the false step. When we are attacked by the enemy. And then eventually it lands up in this in the destruction of the Khurban. There could have been a number of years between each stage. But it's a progression. And it's a progression that if Klai Yisrael don't learn the message of, then unfortunately it's going to intensify and get to the next stage in the chain of punishments. Let's look at a much more recent example in history of a similar progression. Let's talk about the time following the First World War. So we know in 1919 was the Spanish flu uh, epidemic which raged across Europe and killed millions of people. That's the first step. That's the sickness. Ten years later, 1929, was the Great Depression. Maybe the modern counterpart for the famine or the drought, which rendered everybody impoverished. We look to see what happened in the 1930s. Like the Chavetz Chaim writes about the natural disasters which there were at the time. That's the third step. The Makkah, which is still attributed to Hashem because it's something which only He can orchestrate. 1939 is the fourth step. It's uh, the Goyim start to attack us. Originally, the Nazis in Achshimam, as much as they hated the Jews, were looking to legislate against them, were looking to disenfranchise them, put them into ghettos. It was only later, in 1941, that that changed to a decree of absolute destruction. They called the final solution. That's the fifth step. The Hamas carry. If Klaishal don't learn the lesson, it'll go step by step by step until it brings to the final stage of the destruction. Even though it's not my field, in the last two weeks or so, a number of people have asked me, apparently there have been tremendous financial reversals or market falls in the various parts of the world. I wouldn't know. But one thing I know, in the last two or three years, we were also visited by the first step. The macro of a sickness which affected or maybe even killed millions of people. If the next step in the progression is financial reversal, if the next step in the progression is a fact that Hashem takes away people's parnasa, and if that's what we're beginning to see, so we have to be awake to what the progression of the Torah and utilize the chance to reverse this. Because let's look at one more example of this the same sequence. So Gemara is in the head of Tarizain, and the Gemara talks about the Shavuot Shemin David Ba, the seven year cycle before the Sheikh will come. And the Gemara says in the first year, there will be a situation that Rain will fall in one place, not in another place. 
which means some people will suffer, some people won't. That's like the sickness. It's not yet serving for everybody, but it's Hashem showing that the world's not running the way it's meant to run. In the second year, the, saw, the arrows of hunger are sent everywhere. And everybody suffers. That's the second stage. The third year, This is already an abnormal makkah. Something supernatural. As a result, people are dying in their droves. But that's still attributed to Hashem. The fourth and the fifth year, Atna go to right now. We have to explain them separately. But let's go to the the fourth of the fifth stages, which is the sixth year. And the Gemara says, "Beshishis Kolos." And the Masha explains that the Kolos means the battle. The Goyim are mobilizing to come and fight us. That's the fourth step. And In the seventh year, there's war. We're being attacked. But the important point now is how's that war going to end? Because when this progression gets to its dismal conclusion, it ends in destruction. But at that time, in the Shvur Shabin David Bar, the final stage is when David Bar. Following that battle, Mashiach will come. Which means. It could be Klai Yisrael have already gotten to the fourth stage of the progression of punishment. But if at that stage they do tshuva, then the system can be reversed. And instead of it ending in destruction, it can end in the coming of Mashiach. And that's the important point to know. The Ramban already writes in the parasha that all the brachas of the parasha haven't been fulfilled. And even the Klala ends with the psukim of then too, I didn't abandon them or despise them, but they'll do tshuva and they'll come back again. It could even be at any stage along this progression. It only brings to the next step of punishment if Klai Yisrael continue to do what they were doing wrong or regress further. When Klai Yisrael do learn the lesson and when Klai Yisrael do do tshuva, that at any stage, instead of bringing to its ultimate nadir of absolute, absolute destruction, it can end as the parsha ends, the Hashem will bring us back to Eretz Yisrael. Or it can end with the Moetzei Shviyis, that Ben David Ba, that Moshiach will come.